Gospel of John, chapter number 11, and verse 1. Now a certain man was sick named Lazarus of Bethany, the town of Mary and her sister Martha. It was that Mary which anointed the Lord with ointment and wiped his feet with her hair, whose brother Lazarus was sick. Therefore his sister sent unto him, saying, Lord, behold, he whom thou lovest is sick. When Jesus heard that, he said, This sickness is not unto death, but for the glory of God, that the Son of God might be glorified thereby. Now Jesus loved Martha and her sister and Lazarus. When he had heard, therefore, that he was sick, he abode two days still in the same place where he was. Then after that, he said to his disciples, Let us go into Judea again. Verse 11, These things said he, and after that he saith unto them, Our friend Lazarus sleepeth, but I go that he may, I may awake him out of sleep. Then said his disciples, Lord, if he sleep, he shall do well. Howbeit Jesus spake of his death, but they thought he had spoken of taking of rest and sleep. Then, he said, then Jesus said unto them plainly, Lazarus is dead, and I am glad for your sakes that I was not there, to the intent you may believe. Nevertheless, let us go unto him. Verse 17, Then when Jesus came, he found that he had lain in the grave four days already. Verse 20, Then Martha, as soon as she heard that Jesus was coming, went and met him, but Mary sat still in the house. Then said Martha unto Jesus, Lord, if thou hadst been here, my brother had not died. But I know that even now, whatsoever thou wilt ask of God, God will give it thee. Jesus saith unto her, Thy brother shall rise again. Martha saith unto him, I know that he shall rise again in the resurrection of the last day. Jesus saith unto her, I am the resurrection and the life. He that believeth in me, though he were dead, yet shall he live. And I just want to read verse 21 one more time. Amen. Then said Martha unto Jesus, Lord, if thou hadst been here, my brother had not died. Father, thank you so much. In Jesus' name, God, let this word touch us deep in our hearts, and we give you all the praise. Amen. Amen. God bless you. You may be seated. I want to preach on the subject, it's never too late for Jesus. It's never too late for Jesus. All of us going through something that we feel like it's gone over the precipice, it's gone past the point of no return, it's never too late for Jesus. Amen. For those who will hold on with bulldog faith, for those that will hang in there, amen, with a tenaciousness and not let go of the dream and not let go of the promise, it's never too late for Jesus. Jesus cannot do what we will not believe him for. He cannot do what we've lost hope in. Amen. We've got to keep our trust and our hope in Jesus. And then he will be able to do the great things that he can do. He is a miracle working God. When I think of Jesus, I think of the miraculous. When I think of Jesus, I think of the impossible becoming possible. Amen. And thus my title comes from those two, from, from the verse 21. Amen. And Mary said the exact same thing later when Jesus talked to Mary. Lord, if, my, if you had been here in time, my brother wouldn't have died. Amen. That's where my title comes from. Hallelujah. You, it's never too late 
for Jesus. Webster's Dictionary defines a miracle as unusual or wonderful event that is believed to be caused by the power of God. An extraordinary event manifesting divine intervention in human affairs. And we need some of that today. Praise God. We don't just need it tomorrow because tomorrow never comes. We can put tomorrows off for as many tomorrows as we can. But let's believe. It's easier to believe for tomorrow than it is for right now. Amen. Not after church tonight, but I'm talking about during church right now before we say the last amen before the Spanish service happens. We can have a miracle right now. And I believe we already did right here. Praise God. Praise God. Many doctors do not believe in the supernatural power of God. Amen. I'm, I, I had a family doctor that I don't go to anymore because he's retired. But he said, he goes, I'm a scientist. I think in, analytically. I think intellectually. I think, uh, amen, biologically. Praise God. And I've talked, I, I've talked to him over the years about God when, they, when it came up, uh, uh, different things and so forth, when he found out what I did and so forth. Amen. But many doctors, uh, amen, if, if someone that's under their care is actually healed by God, uh, by a true miracle, amen, they dismiss it as some anomaly or unexplainable circumstance. They don't file it under M for miracle. They file it under M for mystery. But they better put it under miracle. Amen. Because the source of all true miracles is God. Amen. We saw the devil do a bunch of false stuff in the Bible. Amen. Where he, he, he duplicated some of Moses' uh, you know, miracles during the time when they, before they left out of Egypt. Praise God. But the devil's only, amen, a sad counterfeit. Praise God. God is the miracle worker. Hallelujah. God is the only one that can do what we need done. Praise God. Amen. God might use somebody to accomplish a miracle, but we cannot do them with our own power or ability. Amen. He'll work through people. Amen. To, to help others receive a miracle. Amen. But we got to trust in God. The key to miracles is having faith in God's ability to perform them any place, any time, no matter what we're feeling at the time, and no matter what our circumstances are at the time. Praise God. Amen. That's the problem. We let our feelings and our circumstances. I don't feel like God can do it today. I don't feel. Amen. Forget about. Amen. You're feeling the way you do because you need a miracle. So get your feelings out of the side and just say, God, when I'm weak, you are strong. Hallelujah. Amen. When I'm doubtful, you will move if I have faith in God. Any place, any time. Anywhere, any way, any circumstance. Matthew 19, 26. Let's, talk, let's read a little bit about what Jesus did. But Jesus said unto them, with, with men this is impossible, but with God all things are possible. Everybody say all things. All Amen. Things. So anything you're going through, anything you've gone through, it fits into the all things category. Somehow we think in our own thinking sometimes, well, what I'm going through is unique to humanity and nobody's ever gone through it. So this is going to throw God for a loop. Nothing throws God for a loop. Amen. Nothing makes God reach for his nervous pills and go, Woo, I'm not going to be able to do this one. I haven't seen this before. Amen. God created us and God can fix us and God can do anything. Amen. God can do anything. Mark 9, 23. 
Jesus said unto him, If thou canst believe, all things are possible to him that believeth. Luke 18, 27. And he said, The things which are impossible with men are possible with God. I'm trying to boost our faith this morning. I'm trying to let us realize that God can do anything. I don't care how long something's been around. I don't care how hard it is. I don't care if it seems like it's never going away. God can do it. Amen. We got to somehow just trust in Him and put our human reasoning and intellect off to the side and have raw faith and trust in Him. Matthew 17, 20, Jesus said unto them, If you have faith, nothing shall be impossible to you. Luke 1, 37, With God, nothing shall be impossible. So let's just go through a quick little litany of what Jesus did, what miracles He accomplished in His earthly ministry. Amen. Hallelujah. That He performed. He walked on the water. He commanded the storm to be still. He cast demons out of people. He turned water into wine. He fed 5,000 men and their families with a little boy's lunch. He reattached an ear that Peter had chopped off. Amen. To the servant of one of the priests. He told Peter to go fishing. And the first fish he would catch would have enough tax money to pay his taxes. Amen. He healed leprosy. He healed a man with a withered hand. He healed blindness. He healed deafness. He healed muteness. He healed paralysis. He healed a fever. Amen. He healed a woman with an issue of blood. He healed epilepsy. Praise God. And three times. Hallelujah. He raised somebody from the dead. Three times. One was a little 12-year-old girl, amen, who was already dead and she got raised from the dead. One, amen, was a widow woman, hallelujah, her, her only son was dead and she had nobody, amen, and they had the funeral procession going down the street and Jesus turned that morning into a party when he tapped on the casket and said, hey, buddy, get out, your mom needs you, and he popped out and said, hello, everybody, amen, I added that in there for effect, praise God. So I don't know what he said, but everybody was either screaming or running or passing out or jumping for joy. He turned a funeral procession into a party. And then our story today, amen, after four days of Lazarus being dead, amen, he raised him from the dead. So if anything is seemingly too late, it's when someone dies. That's pretty much too late. But even with Jesus, nothing is too late for Jesus. Nothing is too late. Amen. Sometimes things are dead to us. Sometimes, amen, symbolically or metaphorically, amen, are, are dead. This situation is not going anywhere. Amen. DOA, praise God. But God, hallelujah, we pretty much write it off. I'm going to put my faith on something else because this is over. Amen. Don't do that, praise God. You don't know it's over until Jesus says it's over. Hallelujah. One of the most final things that we face in life is death. It's the ultimate sickness. However, we see Jesus define death those three times. Amen. So Lazarus, Mary, and Martha, their brothers, sisters, amen, good friends of Jesus, amen, that they got to know him. And he was away several, uh, several hours away uh, from the house when Lazarus fell sick. 
Very sick. Amen. And Jesus knew he was sick unto death and he was going to die. And Jesus purposely waited two more days to make sure that he was gone before he went up there. And it looked like on the surface that that was kind of cold of Jesus to do that. Why would you wait when you knew that you could have get up there when he was still alive? Amen. That's because he wanted to show the glory of God. He wanted to show people. Amen. I did. He even told the disciples. Amen. I did this so that you'll have faith in God. Amen. Because right? you see me raise someone from the dead. You better be swinging from the lights because nothing is impossible. Amen. That means from a hangnail to someone getting raised from the dead. And everything in between can be handled by Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. There's nothing too hard for the Lord. Nothing is ever too late for God. That's why hang in there and don't give up on your situation. Amen. So Jesus came and Mary and Martha at two different times. If you would have been here, my brother wouldn't have died. I know you're a miracle worker. I've seen you heal the sick. Amen. And, it, and then Jesus said, I'm the resurrection of the life. You've got to believe in me. Amen. I can raise things from the dead. Don't worry. I can handle it. You've got to believe in me. Praise God. And so he went in there. He, and then he said, show me where you buried him. And then everybody was out there by the tomb. It was the typical tomb like back in those days. Like a little cave kind of thing where the rock will roll over the front. Sealed up. Amen. Four days he'd been in there. Amen. And then he saw everybody. He was overwhelmed in his humanity because Jesus was both man and God. His, his humanity was overwhelmed as he saw his, his, uh, Mary and Martha, his friends, uh, mourn and all the other people in the family. Everybody was crying. Amen. The Bible said, Jesus wept. Smallest verse in the Bible, John eleven thirty five. Jesus wept. It showed to volumes about who Jesus was. He was an ordinary, amen, man on the man's side, but he was not an ordinary man on the God's side. He, his mom was, was a woman, but his dad was God. Praise God. And so in his humanity, he wept for his friend that was gone. And then he wiped his tears and said, roll the stone away. You guys roll the stone, and Martha said, Oh, Lord, don't, I don't know if we should do that. He's been in there four days. Surely he's going to start to decompose. He's gonna, it's going to stink. It's going to be, oh, no. Lord, let's just leave it. Let, let, let dead people, lay. don't you want to see the miracle working? Roll that stone away. You see, if don't, you don't roll the stone away, you're, you're not going to get a resurrection of your situation. Praise God. That's the last bit of faith that you got to do when you think this thing is dead and nothing's going to happen anymore. Amen. Do you have enough? faith to roll the stone away in your situation to go that extra mile to get across the finish line of faith and believe God's going to do it roll the stone away if they wouldn't have done it no we're not going to do it we're just going to pay our respects and go back home then Jesus probably wouldn't have raised them up raised them up he said okay you guys don't want it they rolled it away and he said Lazarus come forth and he was bound in grave clothes come hopping out of there I don't know what he looked like. A mummy or I don't know what. People were screaming. Who knows what was happening. People were rejoicing. And then he said, go unwrap him and let him out of that stuff. He's ready to go. He's going to go live a little. He's going to live longer now. Amen. Amen. Praise God because Jesus is the resurrection and the life. He will resurrect situations in your life that you thought were dead. He'll bring it back that you gave up on a long time ago. Amen. Let your dreams be revived with the Lord in your life. Amen. And Jesus, hallelujah, when he left and he started the church, he gave the apostles 
power and authority to work miracles in his name. The church that was going to be born. Amen. And they did it. Praise God. John 14, 12. Verily, verily, I say unto you, he that believeth on me, the works that I do shall he do also. And greater works than these shall he do because I go to my Father. So he gave them works. Amen. He gave them the ability to work miracles through the power of God. The apostles performed many miracles in the book of Acts as a church was born and spread throughout the world. And Jesus told us that any true believer in Him would be able to perform miracles on His behalf through faith. Praise God. That's God working through us. We don't take the credit. Amen. If I lay hands on somebody and someone is made better because of it, I'm not going to go register this hand. Amen. Like you know they do when they have a, you know, black belts and all that stuff. My hands are registered as a legal weapon. Amen. I'm not going to go register this hand as some miracle hand and go open some crusades. Oh no, it was God that gave me that ability. Amen. And it was God's power. And we give God all the credit. Praise God. But we got to believe that God wants to use us as a conduit to help other people. Mark 16, verse 16. He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved. But he that believeth not shall be damned. And these signs shall follow them that believe. Everybody say shall. shall. Amen. They shall follow them that believe. In my name, amen, they shall cast out devils. That is a miracle, folks. In my name, they shall speak with new tongues. That is also a miracle, folks. In my name, they shall take up serpents. That's a miracle and not be hurt by poisonous snakes. Not to say that we should be taking them up just to prove a point. That's dumb. Amen. We are not a snake handling church, although they are have some of those somewhere. But we don't believe in that. That's an accidental taking up. Like when Paul, amen, when they were shipwrecked in Acts chapter 27 on this island and they were freezing cold and wet to the bone, amen, and they tried to get some firewood, praise God, to make a fire. And, and Paul, in getting, gathering up firewood, he didn't realize that there was a sleeping poisonous viper in some firewood that he got. And as soon as he got near the warm fire, that viper came alive and latched onto Paul's arm, amen, and pumped all the venom into his arm and he shook off that animal. That, that thing into the fire. And everybody that knew what that kind of snake was that was from that island knew that that guy was a goner. That nobody lives for that snake bite. And then they saw him putting more fire wood on. They saw him just taking nothing. He didn't swell up. He didn't get a fever. He didn't pass out. He didn't become amen, paralyzed. Amen. And then began to glorify God because it was accidentally taking up serpents. Praise God. Amen. And then this next one I like really good. Amen. And they shall drink any deadly thing and it shall not hurt them. That's accidental too. And they shall lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. Amen. That's every believer in this room. You have the authority and you have the right and you have the ability and the privilege to lay hands on somebody in Jesus name and see God make their situation better amen verse number 20 and they went forth and preached everywhere the Lord working with them and confirming the word with signs following amen Amen. When we are in the word of God and we are living the life and we're out about our father's business, God will confirm our word with miracles following. Amen. Amen. Praise God. 
I, I have personally, and I'm sure some of you have, have personally witnessed your own miracles in your life or heard stories, amen, of other people having miracles in their lives, amen. That brings faith. That, that, that's, that makes it not just a God thing, not just an Old Testament thing, not just a New Testament thing that happened 2,000 years ago, but I'm talking about in our lifetime thing. It happened with my own eyes seeing it. And without my own eyes, ears hearing it. And with my, my whole faculties of understanding it, praise God. Amen. I've personally witnessed many miracles in my life. Praise God. Hallelujah. I used to have a Nissan 210 hatchback. It had a blown head gasket. Praise God. And I drove on a blown head gasket for a long time. Hallelujah. Because God healed my car with the head gasket blown. And I was able to still drive with it. And then one time in the church parking lot, it wouldn't start. It wouldn't. It was finally, I guess it's giving up the ghost. All right, Lord. I borrowed time driving on this blown head gasket. Amen. And so I just went out there. I grabbed the bottle of oil from the pulpit. And, I'm, and they go, what are you doing? I'm going, I'm going out to anoint my engine with oil in the name of Jesus. Because I believe, well, it's not a person. God's not going to heal a car. Hey, you believe what you're going to believe. I'm going to believe that nothing is impossible for God. Amen. I popped the hood. Amen. People watching. And I said, in Jesus' name, and I laid hands on that car. Lord, I, got, I can't afford another car right now. I can't even afford to get this fixed right now. God, please help me, Lord. And I got in and, and it started up and I drove about another two weeks on a blown head gasket until God made a way to give me another car. Amen. I, I saw that myself. Amen. I, I personally saw... Amen. People are, that were healed when I laid hands on them. I, and again, I don't take any credit. But I'm just saying I believe that scripture in Mark 16 is true. Praise God. I, I've tried it and it works. Praise God. Amen. And sometimes when you first time you pray, it doesn't happen. And I, but pray again. Hallelujah. There was one night we would have these, uh, they call a youth evangelism night. And Monday nights, uh, amen, the youth or the teens would come and we would meet down in a room at the church. And we would just get, try to just get spiritual and pray and get a, get a hold of God. Amen. And one, one of the young girls came and said, I've got a splitting headache, a migraine, and I just can't take it. My head's ready to explode. I said, let's pray right now. I prayed in the name of Jesus, and I gave it all my gusto. But see, it's not my gusto. It's God's gusto. But I just, my faith, amen. I said, I just, I felt like saying, how do you feel? She goes, no better. Zippo. Nothing happened. I go, let's pray again. And I prayed again in the name of Jesus. And I, she, I said, how do you feel? She said, it's gone. Hallelujah. I'm telling you, Lord, God can do it. If you just believe God, it can happen. Amen. We've talked about my wife and me and my, our car accident and her miraculous healing of her wrist that was supposed to be paralyzed and unusable for the rest of her life. I'm telling you, I saw that with my own eyes. I've seen God do great things. When the kids were born, amen, they were preemies. Renee was just a little three-pounder, and she was a month in the hospital, neonatal care, amen, and, and she was just this little thing. They wouldn't let her out, and then she started having internal bleeding issues, amen, and we, just, we, we didn't know what we were going to do. 
praise God. And so we had an evangelist in town at the church at that time. And I grabbed a handkerchief because I believe the Bible said, amen, they took handkerchiefs from Paul's body. And they went and they laid them on people that were sick and they were healed. And so I went to that evangelist and my pastor and I said, here's my handkerchief. Here's the oil. Let's pray for this handkerchief so I can put it, amen, in that little incubator strap. And I had to put a Ziploc bag and make it all sanitary, whatever. I taped it on the side of that little incubator and said, in the name of Jesus, I rebuke this bleeding. I pray against it. Oh, pray, touch her and heal her. And within a day, amen, it was gone. Praise God. She was healed. She gained the weight she could get and she got out of there. I believe it. Amen. One time, Renee, when she was still a little, little toddler, both of them were, she had a really bad case of hives, it was a reaction to something she ate, I don't know what. But Elaine was out shopping, which she does, does you know, it's always done the best. She's a professional shopper, amen. She's a little bit off the market right now, but she'll be right back, because that knee is on the mend, in Jesus' name. Praise God. But she was out shopping one night, and a well-deserved vet, a well-deserved break because she was full, full-time mom for the first four years. And so when I got home from work, she'd say, bye-bye, amen, that's my turn. <laughs> and so then I would watch them. And one night, one night I saw those hives and it just something overcame me. I said, God, I can't believe, amen, that you can just not take those hives away right now. And while she was sleeping, I laid hands on her real quietly because I didn't want her to wake up because, you know, when I'm babysitting and I don't have to babysit and it's just kind of quiet, amen, that's the best kind of babysitting. But I prayed for her in the name of Jesus, amen. And then I just went out and they slept for another hour or two. My wife got home and when she woke up, there was not one hive on her body. Amen. They were gone. Hallelujah. In two hours. After a week or two. Two hours. God is able. God is able. Amen. I did not tell you all this so that you believe in him for a miracle in your life tomorrow or next week or next month. But I told you this, that you can believe God for a miracle right now before we walk out of this building. Right now, let faith overwhelm you. Amen. Are you sick and tired of me? Sick and tired. Let it overwhelm you. In the name of Jesus. Amen. In the name of Jesus. I believe God wants to do some miracles in this place before the service is over. Hebrews 11.1, now faith. Everybody say now faith. That's right now, faith. Not tomorrow, faith. But now, faith. Amen. Is a substance of things hoped for. It's the evidence of things not seen. Amen. God wants to do a miracle for us in this place. Thank you. Right now. Right here. We've got to believe it and expect it in our heart. Mark chapter 6, verse 1 said, He went out from thence and came into his own country. And talk about Jesus. And his disciples follow him. And when the Sabbath day was come, he began to teach in the synagogue. And many hearing him was astonished, saying, From whence hath this man these things? And what wisdom is this which is given unto him, that even such mighty works are wrought by his hands? Is not this the carpenter, the son of Mary, the brother of James and Joseph and of Judah and Simon? Are not his sisters here with us? And they were offended at him. But Jesus said unto him, A prophet is not without honor, but in his own home country and among his own kin and in his own house. And he could there do no mighty work save that he laid his hands on a few sick folk and healed them. And he marveled because of their unbelief. Amen. So in his own hometown, the people said, ah, I grew up with this guy. Who does he think he is? And guess what? Because of that belief and the way they looked at Jesus, they didn't get Zippo. Only a few 
folk could get healed in Nazareth. But when you read to keep reading that, Mark, he went down the road to the next town and he healed them all. You know why? Because he wasn't known as much over there. Praise God. And we can't be so familiar with Jesus. Nah, you can't do that. Or I don't believe this. Or he's just an ordinary man. He's just a good prophet. No, he's God Almighty. And he's a healer. And the healer is in the house this morning. Amen. Matthew chapter 8, verse 16. When the even was come, they brought unto him many that were possessed with devils, and he cast out the spirits with his word and healed all that were sick. Matthew 12, 15, he healed them all. Luke 6, 19, the whole multitude sought to touch him, for they went virtue out of him, and he healed them all. Everybody say all. all. Everybody say, I am included in all. I am included in all. Praise God. Amen. Let's stand. Praise God. What is the difference? The first group did not believe, and the others did. We must believe that God can do this and will do this for us. It doesn't matter how unworthy we feel and all that stuff. we got to put that out the window and say, God is a God of love and grace and mercy, and He wants to heal us just because today. Thank you, Jesus. So it's time to believe. It's time to have faith. It's time to have great expectations. Amen. Oh, let's reach out to him right now. Lift your faith up with your voice.